Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. It's not, you know, we're not guides. We're not anything special. We're just a bunch of Arizona rednecks that love to hunt, fish, and have fun. So I'm originally from Arkansas. Um, grew up with a raccoon as a pet. Uh, I remember feeding it Cheetos, and if you took away the Cheetos, he became irate. Archery is not convenient, so you got to close that distance and make it count. Jeremy called me and said, hey, we got a lion. Get over to, you know, such and such a spot. Stat, man. And I'm like, I stood up in disbelief, like, saw it and they're like it's on the dough now <laughs> mason's hiking his ass off hiding from some antelope mason's got me in the full sun because <laughs> jeremy's sleeping sam's eating a damn sandwich the only people working are me and ashley this is an epic opportunity and a once in a lifetime moment that we all shared together and honestly i wouldn't trade it for anything uh, I, i'm very happy to be there and be a part of it Hi, this is Josh Jarrods from Hunt 3A, and you're listening to Living Country. Y'all ready for your dose of flyover state spirit? Straight from the concrete jungle? Well, put down your latte and pull on your boots. It's time for Living Country in the City. Here we are, another episode of Living Country in the City. We are here. I am uh, out of L.A. officially. I, uh... Packed up all my crap, sent it up with my dad in a U-Haul up to Northern California, and made my way out to Arizona to hang out with uh, some interesting fellows. Interesting to say the least. (laughs) (laughs) Three A guys. That was us. Why don't you all introduce yourselves? I'm Mason Deards. I'm Three A. I'm his dad. I'm the old folks. uh, I'm the old folk portion of this project. Hunt 3A is just a group of guys that get together and want to do good. It's aim, achieve, appreciate, and make sure that you're doing right by people. You know, just help out where you can and uh, make it happen. Keep them all alive and hunting. Absolutely. And that's my adult adoptive father and brother. Uh, (laughs) I'm Jeremy, and uh, we're here to make you laugh and have a great time. 
So Josh is the old guy of the group, as he, as he stated, uh, he uh, remembers when the what was the joke when the Dead Sea was only sick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ross oh, oh, Mr. Ross. <laughs> and, yeah, we definitely can't start this podcast out without giving a shout out to the man himself. Raise a glass, everyone, to everybody, to Ross, yep, to Ross. Ross, 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 right here. Ross, old, uh, sure. just for everybody that needs to know, Ross was an old man that we met on the road the other day. Um, Dirt road, way back in the hills. He was lost. He was semi-lost, <laughs> uh, looking for an antelope. But I'll tell you what, Ross had had let us know that he had he's he's killed the the big ten man, yeah. and uh, that's that's an achievement. So we all uh, took the time to sit back and listen to shake the knowledge, hand. shake the guy's hand, mm-hmm. and give his wife a wildflower. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, gave her a nice yellow sunflower. But now we all respect Ross. We don't know his last name, so if y'all know a guy named Ross out there, Big putting team. along, probably eighty uh, something, who's hammered a f- quite a few antelope in Arizona, dude, for first sure. Day, first day, first antelope. day, as <laughs> yeah. he always told yeah. us. Drawing he made seven sure to, times. He made sure to let us know he yeah. uh, he has the, never hunted more than one day. Who in the shit draws seven antelope tags? He in is Arizona? like one hundred and twenty years old. <laughs> he was pretty old. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what it is. Hey, guys, it's super cool. We just appreciate Mr. Ross. Yeah, so. definitely. Y'all know who the hell he is. <laughs> Slap him on the back. Well, Josh, let's start with you really quick. How'd you how'd you get started in all this crap? How'd you get started hunting and in the outdoors and fishing, all that? Interestingly enough, my parents, uh, I'm a first-generation guy. Uh, my parents did not hunt. My dad fished quite a bit, and I got to go out with him and do that. Um, I got interested in it when... They gave me my first shotgun. I had asked for it. That was my desire. I wanted to uh, fart around with it after meeting a friend of my cousin. Guy uh, was a manager at a thrifty drugstore, and he was a quail hunter. He had a bitchin' dog. His name was Brandon. The dog's name was Brandon. His name was Steve. And he took us out quail hunting, me and my cousin. It was my first experience with it. Man, I fell in love. I'm like, this is the shit, bro. I need some more of that. So... Talked my folks into uh, get me a Christmas present. It was an old Winchester 1300 pump shotgun. They got me a Mac 650 reloader, and I reloaded all my own shotgun shells <laughs> without a freaking scale, bro. That was a little <laughs> sketchy, but nonetheless, it's I did powder. it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's powder. <laughs> what the hell, right? Uh, now, it now, I know, yeah, right. now I know much better. But uh, got into it from that point on. I was a first-gen guy. Uh, got into predator hunting. Got into a little big game hunting out in California. Uh, Sam and I share a very, very similar past. I was just outside of L.A. And uh, felt the need and the desire to get out and hunt more. Uh, when I could, as soon as I could, uh, I moved my family, packed them up, and we took off. We headed for Arizona where we could do some big game hunting and, and kind of take off in that uh, outdoor lifestyle. Uh, Mason was three and a half and four years old when I, when, when he was under his first shotgun. Oh, here we go. We all know Sam, right? He's taking a yes, selfie right little, now around the little table. Little story here right now. Yeah, he's going to interrupt me. Thanks, pal. There we go. Appreciate it. Yep. So that was pretty much it. I got into it, um, got my son into it. He enjoyed it. Uh, he's far surpassed me as an outdoorsman at this point. I don't know about point. that one. Dude. I do. The rea- <laughs> it's, it's reality. It's what it is. You know? Here I am. I'm getting to be an old man, and uh, he's a young and up and coming buck, super strong. We got on the scale this evening. I won't tell you how much he weighed, but uh, I've seen him. I've seen him pack out more whole mule deer on the back of his pack than anybody else. 
and a full ram. Yeah, and a big horn sheep. Arizona big horn sheep, and uh, yeah, he just he's strong as an ox, and he gets it done. We love it. We enjoy the outdoors, as you know. It's kind of who I've turned into, what I've wanted to be, and Mason's taking it a little bit further now. And yeah, it's not that uh, I mean we're not life now. It is. It's not you know we're not guides. We're not. we're not anything special. We're just a bunch of Arizona rednecks that <laughs> love to hunt and fish and have fun. Well, you know, that's the first thing you told me coming out. You're like, you're about to hang out with a bunch of Arizona hillbillies right now. Right. That's for fact. And how much fun have you had, Sam? Oh, geez. I, I have honestly, I, I, my face, I'm not sure if it's a little too much sun or just from grinning too much, but my face hasn't stopped hurting because of that. I don't think we've stopped smiling this entire right. time. It's smiling, it's laughing, been an and talking crap. It's yeah. one wisecrack after another with us. I here. mean, the reality is we're going to get into our week. Um, you coming out for your, your first archery deer hunt and and all of the uh, trials and tribulations and the fun stuff that we've gotten into this week has oh, been yeah. absolutely been lots epic. Lots of firsts, lots of great experiences happening this week. Lots of once-in-a-lifetime experiences this week. Yeah, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, Are you talking about between you and Sam? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wouldn't trade him for the world. I know you wouldn't. Uh, they're just adorable over here, I'll tell you what. Adorable. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, Mason, obviously uh, I think we have a general idea of how you got into hunting. Yeah. So what, what's, your, what's your earliest memory as far as hunting goes? All the sparrows in the, in the dairy farms. <laughs> killing, killing pigeons, sparrows, rats, out of the hay bale rafters, everything. Yeah? That was my... Uh, that was the start to it all. Rocking a little ten twenty two or no pellet gun. Okay, I think I think a lot of us, even even me, raised in the middle of the suburbs, that was my. Yeah. I I don't know. I think that should that should have been a premonition for me that I was always destined to end up here. And I had Anytime. A chop, I had a chopped up uh, four ten shotgun. I had a flip flop butt butt pad on it. Hey, dude, <laughs> I worked that shotgun. Yeah. Length Sick. of pull oh, was, was calculated. That was a it was a nineteen oh one Sears Roebuck. Ladies' shotgun, a little 410. Yeah, it was. Made a little man out of it, though. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, I cut that barrel down. It was California, so it had to be 18 and a half inches long. So I cut that barrel down and I uh, cut down the stock on it and put an old flip flop off an old, you know, just a piece of foam rubber on the back end for a reason. It was an old Navy flip flop. That came from hey, don't, don't, nice name drop. Hey, don't don't dog me, man. Hey, I like those. Hey, uh, old navy. If you know you're looking to advertise, right. podcast, hey, let's get that. What's up, old navy? Some spon- pads on our shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> extra padding on the. Rod six can use one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. Looking to things nice and light. We're going to take a moment to hear a break from our sponsor, old, <laughs> old navy. navy. <laughs> Sam can pull <laughs> some old navy medium <laughs> shirts off. Medium. Oh lord. Anyway, yeah, that was the. That was the earliest, best memories I've had. Not, it was, it's up there. Back before there is uh, pressure, you know. There, however much fun you go out and have, there's always going to be, you know, you get drawn for like a, a once in a lifetime or you know once in every ten Which years is kind currently of currently happening. Exactly, right? A rare, a rare there's tag. always going to be pressure behind that. There's a lot of pressure. There's something to be said for just going out and plinking at some some sparrows, right? Yeah, definitely. I would. Uh, Definitely raise my kids that way. So we got the adopted, the adopted son. Hey guys. Hey. <laughs> now you can see why he's adopted. <laughs> hey you guys. Hey you guys. 
You know, Jeremy came into uh, Jeremy came into our life. Uh, my wife and I, and Kathleen. Which, by the way, I want to throw some quick props Huge. out. Oh, we props. have uh, we have two ladies in our lives that have absolutely been uh, backing us up a million percent mm. on everything we do, and that's. Uh, uh, Mason's love of his life, Ashley and my wife, Kathleen, uh, there's Kathleen spent weeks getting us all ready and always does making She's sure that we have winner. food and, and Ashley's up here glassing, glassing, making it happen, helping us with the hunts and, not only that, but she's with a bunch of dudes and holy shit, right? <laughs> you know, and, part and of the family, that's she's sure. making us sandwiches and cooking dinner and doing as, as much freaking glass work as the rest of us, and we really appreciate yeah. those ladies. And I'll tell you what, coming up to this trip between you and Kathleen sending me photos of that food, I was I was dying because because what? of my move, all I was eating was takeout. Let me tell you what they used to make me lunch for the next day yeah i was, I still, hey, I was still telling you about how you came into well, our life let me just man. tell you your wife makes amazing tacos and i would give anything for another taco i'm just saying damn dude she needs to come up this weekend yes please <laughs> kathleen if you're listening please come up this weekend uh, right. it, that's gonna be like way afterwards but anyway, nonetheless uh, uh jeremy uh about three and a half about three about years three years three ago years. definitely I was on the old uh, Facebook, uh, which uh, that's an interesting thing. Back enough. in my day, we but, had Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I was chiseling stone. But uh, he was on the Facebook, and he came up on one of these little fishing sites. I was following and says, hey, I'd like to take my daughter fishing in the city here, and uh, I just don't even know where to start. So I reached out to him, and I said, you know, I do, and I'll help you out. So come over to my place Saturday morning. Before the sun comes up, you know, right? This is this is creepy shit, right? I mean, gonna, yeah. I'm going to bring my five year old daughter to this stranger's house, and we're going to get in this ranger. And, and, and yeah, I brought him over, and we went and we fished the local canal down in Arizona, down uh, that runs through Glendale. And, yeah, the through through Glendale and, and Phoenix, just to go catch some big white carp, you know. And there's there's some toads in there, and it's fun, and it's catch and release, and you have a good time. So he showed up. I mean. Who the hell has balls enough to show up somebody's house before dark? Let me tell you, met. I was strapped. Yeah, we were both strapped. <laughs> I didn't know who the hell was going to show up. Right. I'm not a raper. So <laughs> he shows up. We that's go still fishing. Under, uh, that's still under debate. Well, you know. Hey, I don't know. We, we might make an we exception for you. We haven't made it through the weekend fully yet, Josh. We'll see how that works out. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's awful cute. So he shows up, and uh, <laughs> we, we go fishing, and uh, he just kind of filtered in as a part of our life. Uh, he showed some interest in hunting and I pointed him in the right direction and got him a bow, his first bow. So did you not start hunting? Were you not hunting at all before this? So I'm originally from Arkansas. Um, grew up with a raccoon as a pet, uh, fed at Cheetos. Uh, now what, what was the raccoon's name? I don't remember his name. I was probably five or six. I remember feeding it Cheetos. Sister, you son of a... Uh, I remember feeding it Cheetos, and if you took away the Cheetos, he became irate. So we did not... <laughs> uh, I named him Frito. I remember uh, my earliest probably hunting experience, uh, besides fishing. I fished since I was a littlest kid. Um, but hunting, I remember carrying a 1022 and walking through the woods and popping anything that moved. You know, uh, squirrels, raccoons, the neighbor, the neighbor, uh, my sister, <laughs> whatever. Popping everything ever since. Um, yeah, so, you know, I definitely grew up with the bug, um, but it was probably later in my, in my adult life. You know, I'm 30 years old. I remember 
It's probably later. And that single I ladies. Up. Single, yep. if you were Redhead, blue eyed, super beard. Ojos azules, <laughs> as they say. Um, yeah, I remember definitely um, predator hunting is my go-to thing. He's you guys can have boy. your big, hunt, big game hunting. Give me a little bitty fox in the hills, and I am happy. Um, we won't tell you what he's doing with that fox. Hey, don't ask, don't tell is my motto. <laughs> um, yeah, so I um, met up with Josh and uh, picked up my first bow, and I became addicted to archery. And just the simple... You know, having to tune your body to to hit the target is is awesome. It's definitely cathartic and and definitely where I want to be. He <laughs> the look around the table. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he used the big word. Wow, <laughs> wow. So a couple more so of these double L sevens, and I will say more words. All right, we all know we all know who studied up before this podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna read a thesaurus and a dictionary. So emphasis on the dick. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh shit. So, so Jeremy has something very in common with Sam. They've both blown up a bow. Mm, uh, Yes, dry firing. Yes. Thought you were over that shit, huh? Oh yeah. No, I think that's probably going to be mentioned on every podcast from here to eternity at this point. So I did a small amount of labor for Josh. uh, Did some flooring work. I used to do demolition as as a trade. And in trade, I got a bow, a diamond infinite edge. And we began to set it up for myself. And within Oops. that very same hour, I Blew Josh that says, hey, bitch apart. don't touch the trigger. And the first thing I did, touch, touch the trigger. trigger. That's not how that went down. <laughs> I said, do not ever draw that ever, bow ever, back ever, 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 ever without <laughs> an arrow in it. Well... What'd you do? <laughs> yeah, just like Sam, you drew it back. Drew back, and it sounded like a twenty-two ch- mag went off inside this little bitty room. Mm-hmm. And I think Josh might have had a heart attack. Uh, I definitely shot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old man. Uh, I do well. Luckily, no injuries. The the diamond held up well, even though it, it, it did disintegrate. Uh, How did it hold up well? Nobody caught carbon, and that was, that was the key. win of the day. Within two weeks, I had my next bow. (laughs) (laughs) Caught the bug. I had to do it. Uh, PSC for life. I'm thinking. Uh, I don't haven't found a bow any better that fits me, and I'm a fan. There you go. I'm also a PSC shooter, but I'm a monkey. Yeah, you know I. I I know you shoot a Hoyt, and I I shot your Hoyt this weekend. It was actually really smooth, man. I like that bow. but I'm a 32 and a half inch drum, a fairly large individual to say the least. Yeah, I thought and I had uh, a decently long draw length with my gorilla arms, but yep. uh, I didn't start talking with these fools. Yeah, Jeez. it's uh, un- uncut oh. arrows and launch. I'm close to my dad on that one. Yeah, what's great about that is we all shoot the same arrows. And when they break an arrow, I have a slider draw length. <laughs> so I pick up the hand-me-downs. And Just cut a little shorter. Make sure there's no carbon splits. for my wallet. Good to go. Uh, <laughs> victory VAPs are the way to go for us. And uh, I'm happy with it. Heck yeah. Uh, well... So, yeah, I, uh, I, I was trying to remember when we first uh, started chatting, when I first started chatting on Instagram with you guys, but uh, I mean, it's been almost a... It's been a solid year. Did we year. start talking before my elk hunt last year? Oh, well before. It was, yeah. uh, it's was. it been a solid year plus. You know, I, I reached out to you and I, I saw, I think uh, I think I caught on caught on somewhere around 30, 34, 
listened back and I thought it was, hey, dude, I really like what you're doing. You know, you're documenting the inception of a hunter and uh, coming from the same, I mean, literally from 30 miles from where you were, mm-hmm. you know, and, and doing the same thing you were doing. I thought it was a pretty cool idea and just wanted to be a part of it, you know, followed along. We chat, we talked. You know, when you spent your time down in the in the Kofa, we chatted well, that's when back we, and like, forth. Really and started talking. Like you threw me your number, and we would uh, text back, text photos back and forth. Um, easy, Tiger. I mean, easy. Too dick. Never do that again. Cool. Bury that deep down inside. <laughs> never talk about it again. Never. <laughs> so there's gonna be a lot of movie quotes on this. Yeah. Oh, it gets bad, brothers. So um, uh, I started chatting with you when you were down in the Kofa, and I was sending you some pictures so you knew what you were looking at because you had your binoculars backwards and you forgot your release. <laughs> I and did not have the binoculars tell backwards me more. that very time. Small. Not that very time. Small. Not, not that, that time. time. But I did forget the release. You know, we had been talking. I mentioned I was coming out, and uh, I know I was supposed to go with you on that hunt and got sick as that was hell. That was the second weekend. You were like, yeah. freaking pneumonia, tuberculosis. Uh, Her- syphilis, gonorrhea, syphilis. What? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, that was when that was back in January. We mm-hmm. uh, we really started talking, and uh, I was coming out coming out to Arizona with on my over the counter uh, archery deer tag, and I figured I'm like, well, I'm gonna spend as much time out here as I can, and can't afford to take any vacation days because I know hunting season's coming up, and uh, so I. Would come out on weekends, drive on out on a take off early on a Friday, and come on out, start hunting real early Saturday morning. Uh, except uh, when, yeah, you happen to forget your release. And any of y'all that have been <laughs> listening to my podcast for a while may have heard my one solo podcast entitled "More Things Not to Do in the Backcountry." Let me tell you why. Oh, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> that was very literally. Damn, Jeremy! <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, that was very literally what the podcast was about. It was me going through being like, well, don't do it. This is what I did. Don't do that. That was a super pure podcast, though. That I was mean, a that lot was a fun, really good honest. one. Before we get too far away from this, though, I want to mention that somebody else in this group has forgot a release on a hunt before. <laughs> I, sitting to my left here, that's my dad. Oh. hey Sheepers. Yeah. That was a rough one. When, uh, that was on. extra rough. Let me, let me tell you a little that was, quickie. That was, a good, that was a good buck sitting right in front of him. I was, yeah, damn, we're javelina hunting in January, and, you know, you got an over-the-counter deer tag, yeah. you got a javelina, yeah. we're checking out, and I'm like, hey, look at that buck right there, that's a nice buck. So we take off after this buck, I hike up the hill, everybody's watching me through the glass, it's sweet, I'm going to get a double, right, I'm going to pin my javelina, I'm going <laughs> to get a buck, and this son of a bitch goes broadside at me at 40 yards, and I grab the string and realize my release is on my center console in my truck. How far away is your truck? Uh, Way too damn far away. Probably at least a couple miles. Not going to make that stock. So that wasn't going to work out. So I decided to, you know, man up and finger the string. Hey, you know, I got some good fingers. So I I draw back. He's 40 yards broadside looking away. Easy peasy, right? Well, back in the day, we used to shoot, you know, a cowhide patch. I could finger a bow and, and launch that thing out. A lot of children. Think right a here. bunch of twelve-year-olds yeah, here giggling about. I mean, don't get don't get me wrong. I'm still giggling. Yeah. I'm gonna finger uh, that I'm able bow. To control myself here. Take a shot. Arrow flies over the top of that deer. Deer watches the arrow hit somewhere hundreds of yards behind it. I realize 
that ain't going to work out so swell. Stand up, yell, you win at the deer. He runs away. He won. <laughs> and I watched this beautiful you know, four by majestic. four just run away from me. And when I got back down the bottom of the hill where everybody's watching me, they questioned everything. And I had to explain <laughs> that I'm, you know, pretty much a freaking retard. Wait, so, retard? I, did I, you just say retard? I did say retard. Yeah, it's not not it's definitely a proper. Uh, proper term, but it is a fitting term. Well, listen, for anybody out there with any mentally challenged you know, family, I apologize if that's offensive, but I really don't care. <laughs> so <laughs> That's Josh. That's that is Josh. Josh. I will tell the truth, but I always, uh, always take care Purist of, of if, if you need help, I'm there. Now, in fairness, I did not forget my release. Uh, what? Or I realized that I forgot my release. Oh, so you did re- forget your Yeah, release, I did forget my release. But not on an animal. Okay, suffice to say, folks, there may have been uh, some alcohol consumed before this podcast began and, well, as the podcast is happening currently. So, forget Hey-o. any uh, interesting turns of phrases. But suffice to say, at least I realized I'd forgotten my release mm-hmm. as I was leaving the car and Jeep. packing up my gear. Oh, jeez. Oh, here comes the car situation. Here we okay. go again. Here it's a vehicle. Do, do I need to, once again, look up the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary version Don't definition fancy of car? Don't get educated on me, son. <laughs> he whipped that out on me earlier, and I'll tell you what. That's not cool, man. That's what it is. It, you, you have a Jeep. A Jeep is not a car. Yeah. A truck is not a car. We're trying to break him of his, uh, his car fascination. He lived in L.A. A car is an umbrella term. A Polaris Ranger no, is not no, a car. A Multiple vehicle. Type of a Polaris Ranger is not a car. I will You're give right, you that much. But you keep calling it a car, and that's an issue. That's an accident. Yes, I will, <laughs> I will apologize. Let's use the generic I will term fl- begin flogging myself for calling the Polaris right. Ranger a car. Like yeah. we keep training you. Let's just call yeah, it a vehicle, we and we're good to go. Yeah, we're going to. Uh, God, I this apologize is going to be a horrible podcast. podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry, this is going to be terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, anyway, it, it won't be in a few minutes, guys. We're going to get into well, yeah, some no, stories. Second, second weekend, cool. you know, you uh, we we'd been talking, and you know, I, I I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm out there in Kofa, bumbling my butt around. Hey, look, there's some desert. There's some deers in this desert, right? Deer are hard to find in the desert. That's bro. a very arid region. And uh, I, I will admit, apparently I did pick a dang good spot because yeah, later Roberts, I had. Yeah, Roberts was there. I had uh, a very uh, very skilled deer hunter that I've had uh, on the podcast before, Chad Roberts, <laughs> probably a few thousand feet up above me, glassing down on me, laughing at my, <laughs> laughing at my butt, and giving me all kinds of crap on Instagram. But uh, <laughs> Gotta start somewhere. We talked about yeah. that story. But yeah, so... You took pity on me, and we made plans for the next weekend for you to gra- hop in the Ranger and uh, come on out, um, uh, show me what the heck I was doing. Just try to help. And then you ended up with your Ganesifa Herpa leads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was he does that fierce, yearly. man. Yeah, I come down with that. Ab- <laughs> I think honestly, I think my favorite part was we're talking on the phone, and you're like, "Yeah, you know, I've, I got." Got some antibiotics for this, you know. I'm I'm, I'm starting to feel better. Just let's let it be said that I did not have a sexually transmitted disease. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of penicillin and cleared up five two years weeks. to a wonderful woman, and that, I don't want that to go down like that. I had fucking pneumonia, bro. It was rough. That's it. That's it. Nothing bad. There was no, no pneumonia. Drip, no clap. 
<laughs> no creep crawlies. No, no weird bumps of any sort. <laughs> Wasn't itching. <laughs> Did not have a burn. No Could crotch- urinate freely. No crotchal life. Zero open sores. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. But I, I will say one of my favorite parts is I'm, I'm talking on the phone with you. Like, you know, I, I got the antibiotics the other day. I've been, I've been feeling a lot better. And it, you know, I, I'm thinking maybe if I feel better tomorrow. And I just hear Kathleen in the background go, we don't let the, we never let Mason stay home from, or go out and play when uh, he was homesick from school. Right. If you're too sick to go to work, you can't go play either. She That's is the mom. voice of reason. Yeah, that She's that the voice of reason. Be, uh, I just hear you yelling. The, I was laughing my ass off. Yeah, I'll tell you she what. She is the 3A mom, and she is yes. the keeper of of all things sane. <laughs> she that is a keeper. Sure. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, I was dying. But, uh, yeah, no, that second trip I went out and – you know, it's funny, and that's one thing I've 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 been talking with a few few of my hunting buddies, and they've been asking how how this trip's been going. And the first thing I tell them is, I'll be like, you know what? And you know, I knew I knew to some extent this would happen, but I told them I'm like, in the past week, what we've been up here for a week. Um, yeah. In the past week, I have learned more about glassing and stalking and just hunting in general than than I have. With all the books, and you know anybody that listens, and I've I've talked with some sure. of the most amazing people. I've read just about every single instructional book and video there is, uh, but nothing's ever going to beat one-on-one instruction with someone that's showing it's, you what what you're doing. It's boots on the ground. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You got to get boots on the ground. You have to get that. out there. You have to take a seat behind the glass, and you have to look. And it's going to take hours and days and weeks, and eventually you'll get it right. It's uh, definitely glassing. Glassing is a solid deal, man. I mean, you really got to sit down and and kind of figure out what you're doing. Uh, Arizona glassing is a huge technique. You're not sitting in a say tree stand. Arizona specifically west, is well, uh, Arizona, Utah, Colorado. There's a lot of places that you're going to get out. New Mexico, you know, your odd ad hunt. I think mm-hmm. we're going to get to go along for that. And I think that's going to be February a, fun. Oh boy! Happy so, birthday to me. Uh, but getting out and learning some of the techniques and just getting out and doing it, man. Getting the boots on the ground and having fun. I said, Sam, come out. We're going to have a blast. You already have a tag. You didn't fill it in January. You already have a license. What's it going to hurt? And then you end up closing down shop in L.A. and headed out. Show up at my house looking like the uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> unloading everything Car in my garage and <laughs> consolidating everything. It was, out, it was out of control, man. It was fun. Yeah, we got up here to uh, Mason's house in uh, a little bit north of Phoenix, a couple hours north of Phoenix, and uh, get you on the field, you know, get you playing. And I'll tell you what, have you not absolutely had a freaking blast, oh, dude? It's been, I, I've been grinning the whole time. Yeah, it's been a great time. This week has been full of once in a lifetimes. Oh, it's been insane. And we're about to get into some stories for you all. I'll tell you what, but. Mason uh, Mason was very very fortunate in drawing an archery antelope tag you know, in Arizona, and it was it was not even a draw. Thankfully for our draw system, I was able to receive a tag. Somebody because he's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm a retard. A retard. Right, retard. Right. So, anyways, Damn. somebody forfeited their tag, and I was next in line pretty much to get it. And Arizona Game and Fish called me and said, "Hey, if you have the funds in your bank account, we can go ahead and charge it right now, and you can have this tag." Mm. Well, go ahead, strike the count, <laughs> and uh, well, of course, there we sure, go. That doesn't hurt. On my way. So he's two points. So anybody in Arizona listening, 
is yeah. going to be a little chapped. Because <laughs> it's a, you know, drawn with two points and Arizona antelope tag is, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Lucky it's, mofo. Yeah, for sure. Fact. We've been busting our ass it's been for six days now. We got up here last Thursday. It's Thursday today. Friday was our first hunt day. Uh, we've put stocks on good quality antelope on public land in rain, heat, bugs, everything. We've had two, it all. two times a day. Snakes. Rattled. Oh, Literally every yeah. single type of obstacle and weather you could imagine. We have encountered. It, yeah, since definitely. We've been out here. It's also the monsoon season, so you know it's unpredictable. Yeah, mud from. I mean, let's face it. We started on Friday. We had mud so deep that I mean, there were you. We there sure was we no. Get those yeah, there's no bottom. Through. No bottom to it. And today, that's dries or dries the bomb. Mm-hmm. Eating dust all the way down the road. Yep. Yeah, the dust sucks. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm first tomorrow. I'm going to be in front. <laughs> yeah, I'm two not, ranger system. Yeah, it's two. always uh, it, it, it's always an event uh, watching watching these two so, uh, decide to get a hitch in their giddy up and decide they want to see who gets to be in front in the in the driving order. Right, uh, Mason's reckless. I'm <laughs> I'm a conservative driver. I'm still young. The hey. simple fact that Ashley has been with Mason yep. has saved him so much. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Slowed him down quite a bit. Right. Precious cargo. Right. Right. So Sam, what has been the uh, you've you've got the opportunity oh, this man, week? Dude. Okay, uh, we've seen stuff. Yeah, I'm going to put you on the this opposite hot side. Seat. It's the hot, the hot seat. seat, baby. Time all to interview. Right. So Sam, we all know Sam's been on his elk hunt, blew out his knees, did that whole deal. Mm. Uh, he's been fighting and getting back into shape. He's back up and running. He's got the opportunity so to go shoot his bow. Yeah, he's looking, good. <laughs> 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 looking good. Load that um, money. We got up here, we got up, and we did a quick broadhead tune on your bow because you hadn't yep. shot it with some, uh, with some broadheads. So we got up, we tuned it up for broadheads, shooting real good to 60. Everything's looking great. And we got you into the field. Yep. Well, you know, we've been, we've been chasing after Mason's antelope. Right. And uh, past, past few days, we, you know, we've been seeing some real nice deer. And uh, let's just talk about your first two. Yeah, let's. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, the double Jeremy over here looking <laughs> at me. Let, well, Real romantical life. With them silver blue eyes. <laughs> Ladies. So, if only we had mics on when you guys were in the Rangers. You had uh, If yeah, only. Good night, mighty. These two guys, I swear. Peas in a pod, if you call a sleeping bag and naked wrestling peas. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> anyway. You had uh, you had the opportunity. You had the, your first opportunity to go on a stock by yourself the other evening. Yeah. Uh, oh man, here we go. Why don't we explain? This is, right here. This, is this is the shit because this stuff doesn't happen every day. So uh, we go out and you know we've been chasing the antelope for a while and uh, Need it's a exhausting. It's exhausting work and so we're like you know we're gonna take a kind of a rest day and went out in the morning for uh, went out in the morning for some mule deer and. We were looking around. We kind of went on a, a started a few stocks. We went out. We went out, and nothing really panned out. Um, so we go out again in the evening and uh, head out. We see we're we're driving along in the Ranger. We see just some does some does bust out, and we're like, oh, you know, there's nothing there. All of a sudden, come pops out this just beautiful, wide, tall three by three, picturesque. Oh. 
It was, it was like what you, the, the what you picture it when you see a mule deer in the dictionary. Now, so so that uh, so that we don't get into the whole road hunting thing, because you, you know we're driving uh, yeah, along. We'll have, and, we'll have this argument yeah, all day long. I know, but we're gonna we're gonna get quick into this. The road you're on is very, very, very far off of pavement. It is yeah. an unimproved two track. And when you say you're driving along, you're in four low putzing through freaking boulders. Yeah, we're trying we're, to get to the next. We got Jeremy spot. leaning off one side of the four by four. Let's just say I have enough the... counterweight to help you guys out. <laughs> right. Remember all those ladies? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that ladies. and waiting. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you're putzing along. No, I mean. Yeah, we're, just, we're getting to a spot where we're gonna then hike up, get to a vantage point, glass for a while, and right, and find some. But you know, we bust out, bust out some does. Yeah, and behind him comes out. Literally, this is the most picturesque, like uh, perfect, uh, more than I would ever expect to to get on it for a your first, for, for my first year. Yeah, and so we see this thing, and they they go running it, running out. We can see him what about two hundred fifty yards away, something like that. Two hundred fifty four. Two hundred fifty four. Wow. Well, right. I remember. somebody's got a memory. I remember. And so, uh, you know, we're sitting there, we're kind of laying out the plan, and they're, they're not in the most opportune spot. Yeah, we're not. Wind was wrong. Everything was not in our favor at all. Not in our favor in the slightest. So I'm about to, I'm about to go up on this, on this stock, go, go up and around a little bit out of the way. And uh, we, get all, we get all set. You know, we got the, we got the, we got the team running. Um, we're uh, hiking along uh, probably, what, about 50, 50 yards into this stock. And out of the corner of my eye, I all of a sudden see, see these the mule deer. Uh, they're just they're all busting out. I'm like, crap! How did I screw this up already? Okay, now I'm gonna let then, you, I'm gonna let you both all jump yeah. in on this because I wasn't there. I was home uh, helping get some dinner together. Yeah, you're you're lasagna making up the full. lasagna. Beautiful housewife you are, Dad. Hey, thank you, son. You're I welcome. appreciate no, that. We appreciate you. <laughs> and uh, deer explode. Yeah, so I I see him explode out of the like out of the corner of my eye, and I turned and. I just I, I hear this sound like it's I will never forget this sound. It was, it was unique. It's it's you know what growling. Jeremy is an awesome individual when it comes there to go. sounds. What's a can we go ahead? <laughs> sort of like that. Dude, that was really <laughs> good. <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was better than I thought. That was about it ten was, times better than I expected. Dude, it was that's on point right there. That, that was, was a cat so. of a large variety. Right and. So I'm looking at this. I'm trying to process this because I'm I'm hearing the deer barking. I'm hearing this thing going on. I'm hearing the growling. And I, I I'm hitting. I hit. I hit a radio and I'm like, is what? A wolf the... jumping in? What's what's going on here? So I'm on the glass, and I get to see this whole thing go down. Yes. I see a flash come into the bushes where the does were. Two does were bedded. The other four were standing up with the buck. But I see a flash hit the bush, and tail fly up. Every, all hell just broke loose. It, it it was insane. Jeremy's noises were going off. <laughs> it was really a cat, but bad day for me. It was a mountain lion. It was a bad day for this that is, doe. This oh, is a golden man. blur of a mountain lion. This is this was one of those things. It's it, it's really hard to process. It is like we, also the thought that I was on a, I was on a stock. I was you were headed, headed into in, that. that direction. Right. You exactly. were 200 yards away from yeah. it at that point. And uh you know, it was it was one of those things where I, I sit and I think about it. I'm like, you know, there's a it's a it's a 50-50 thing for me where like the the sane half of me says, "Oh, thank God I was not any closer than I was." The other half of right. me says, "Damn, that would oh, have been shit. cool." 
too bad, too bad I wasn't 50 yards away to see that. Shit. Right, right. <laughs> um, but then I think I'm like, I'm in Arizona. Why the hell am I not caring right now? Yeah, right. yeah that's what we thought yeah. too, and we're from here. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys had zero we're, firearms. No, we were, we're strictly so archery oh yeah. focused right? on getting archery, archery deer for archery. Sam. Right, that's that's our goal. So this cat attacks. He comes flying over the top, and definitely a tom. Um, mm-hmm. I got to play with that later in the story. Uh, definitely a tom flies over the top, explodes, blows everything I'm out of there. Everything out. So At that moment, that that buck was not doing its does any service. No. <laughs> no, that that deer was out. The thing was, the the issue was, I think that the deer was focused so much on us. Even the wind was in the deer's favor. Yeah, if they would have smelt that lion, because he was coming from the he was coming from the south, mm-hmm. and that, that wind, wind was, was coming in from the south to the north, and so those deer had it made if they had anything going for them, but the problem he let it, they let them down, they let themselves down. That was that's like, nature for you. Well, I mean, that's a cat. I mean, that's what they do. They're hunters. Yeah. They're killers. And that was the second cat we saw mm-hmm. the day before. Let's we'll stay on track with this one though. Anyway, hey, that's a good the main question. story here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so whoa. anyway, the the cat busts everybody and uh, Sam. Is so I'm 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 sitting there. What's an octopus? I, I'm bush? sitting there looking at like. <laughs> I'm like I, I'm definitely not going in there, but what's going on? I, I, I get on the radio, tell Sam, "Hey, you get your back. ass back here." Yeah. I think it was more explicit than that. It was probably more explicit, but we'll keep yeah. the same. And uh, I come running back, and I'm thinking to myself, "I'm like, wait a second." Josh, Josh has a, a line tag, and so I'm I'm running back, and I'm I'm like all excited. I'm like, we should, I'm getting ready to be like, we should call Josh, and these guys are already on the phone with him. <laughs> we yeah. had this sixth sense with each other that uh, I was already on the phone. We have a, a pretty good dynamic between the three of us that uh, just it's three hearts beating as well. It one, happened really. to be the it's, one it's area in the entire really nice. hillside <laughs> that had LTE service, so I was able to give Josh a call. He has the tag and the rifle. Uh, he's about nine miles away. And he Made got there, he got three, there in about four seconds. Three point you know, two, yeah, that's hauling ass. He gave that that ranger the old Dukes a hazard treatment and yeah. uh, scared the crap out of a a pee wee football league. Oops, <laughs> hey, delete that part. Uh. So uh, yeah, I, I I cooked out there. I got the phone call from Jeremy. I'm sitting on the couch uh, waiting for the lasagna, and holy crap! Mason says, "Hey, we got a doe just killed by a mountain lion." That was Jeremy. Oh, no. Yeah, you know what? I'm sorry. Uh, Jeremy called me and said, hey, we got a lion. Get over to, you know, such and such a spot stat, man. And I'm like, I stood up in disbelief. Like, you saw it? And they're like, it's on the doe now. It's on the carcass. on the doe in the bush. Pulled her in there. He dragged that doe into the bush. 254 uh, yards away from us. That's where it was. That's why Jeremy knew that range so well. So, I, uh, long story short, I cooked it thousand cc's to the floor and uh made record time getting there uh met up with jeremy at the bottom of the hill and we ran in as far as we could sam was sitting on the back side of mason uh whoa hey hey, hey there whoa nobody was on anybody's lap we've already, we've <laughs> so already established i have right a girlfriend here. ashley <laughs> uh, <thank> so uh, <laughs> so i was over yeah he was on the over back the edge side of the, of the trail hill, to make sure push. you guys yeah. didn't come hauling ass over there's 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 very poor radio communication so we were uh yeah, it was bad uh nonetheless i got up to mason mason's on the glass uh you know 
cat's 250 yards away. This is where he's at. I'm on the rifle. And I have, in my lifetime, I have killed and taken a lot of animals. I've fed a lot of protein to my family. And uh, I have never, and not being you know, conceited or weird or stupid, but I've never had buck fever. Never in my life have I ever got the shakes, any nerve issues, until after the trigger pull. And then I break down, admittedly. This time, I hit belly. Mason guides me in through the glass where I need to shoot and where he's at. I see him in the glass, and my nerves go nuts. Just completely hate I lost it, man. I freaking lost it. I'm looking at the chest of a mountain lion that's staring back across the canyon at me, and it's no big deal. I mean, right behind you now, Sam, you're looking at a big mountain lion on the wall that, that Mason took two years ago, you know? And it's a beautiful cat, and I don't I don't think anything of it until after the shot. I fucking lost it. I, my nerves, I sweat, my eyes were filling. I it was got, one of those times where I actually physically was able to see that in you. And I've never seen that before with all the animals we've been together on. Yeah, it's it was it was really it was really creepy. Uh so I lined up, I'm a pretty decent shot normally. <laughs> I say normally <laughs> because uh I'm a decent shot. I took a crack and I watched the trace on that round impact about six inches high and six inches right. Uh, the cat twitched, jumped down and rolled and did a little little half spin, stared back at us. And it got real eerie at that point. I, I'm looking through the glass. There's very little window left. At yeah, that point. very little window left. And it's just the eye, the chest, and this branch coming through. And I couldn't control it. So I, I looked up at Mason, simply said, hey, you have a tag as well. Here in Arizona, you can buy an over-the-counter lion tag. Uh, they are seasonal, and they opened up last Friday, the 24th. Uh, so, and I know the uh, limit has not been, or the quota has not been made. Call in on that and make sure. Uh, Mason's clear. He's got a tag. I give the rifle to Mason. However, unfortunately, there was unbelievably little window for the shot super thick brush yeah the cat wasn't going to make it out of there he tried to split one in um from what i could tell it was just a hair left that cat took off and i realized at that point that that was a very large tom a very large tom we chased down Mm -hmm. we chased down into the canyon where he ran uh followed his tracks down the wash that was an eerie feeling too a very eerie feeling because we're running past a dead doe that had just been killed by a mountain lion we watched you know, or they watched as it got drug and in. He did a number on that doe. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, a number. He, yeah. Uh, we passed that doe under the tree, followed the tracks to the wash, followed the sand down about 85 or 90 yards. Mason's up on the hill as I run and down the wash, and I come through this downed tree where I lost the tracks. And at that very moment, I realized, fuck, this guy could be sitting on top of me right now. You know, and I look up, and he's not there, but I can see some some shale that had been broken on the left side as he went up. Uh, radio, radioed, or, well, actually, I didn't radio. I hollered to Mason, you know, that he had gone up that side. Mason was looking real good. And we never did pick that cat back up. That's okay. No blood trail. No no blood no trail. The cat, well, yeah, no no harm, no foul. The, the cat, cat was not back. hit. He got the dough later. I mean, obviously... It's and we we decided to opt out of the whole run dogs on them. Yeah, we've got friends that run dogs. 
We know people that do. Uh, it's not. I don't. I have no problem with it. It's a legal, ethical take. Yeah. I love it. I. You know what? I just can't keep up with them damn things. So uh, the reality is I'm not going to call my guys. You know, I mean, we're on a fresh kill. The cat just ran away. We can put dogs on that thing and have them in 45 minutes. You know what? Fair is fair. He won. Yep. He won that day. Bested us. Uh, he bested us. Amen, dude. So a lot he got of respect a, involved in that. Dude, yeah, he got away with totally. it. However, I got back, man. It was emotional. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was emotional, dude. I lost it. You know, I'd never had that buck. Yeah, and a lot of people go through that, and a lot of people have it. I'd never gone through it. Now I want to have it more because, damn, what a rush. What a rush <laughs> you know, I always had it after the shot, never before the shot. Man, what a different way to have to think mm-hmm. and train. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Almost the well, same thing the day before, right? Well, yeah, and uh, – well, I was gonna, I was gonna say it really quick. You know, we went, we started glassing up. Uh, we're like, well, we're already out. Let's finish up this, uh, this deer hunt, and mm-hmm. uh, we actually ended up putting a stock. Uh, well, trying to put a stock on a couple more mule deer, but uh, of course, we're, you know, we're all, we're all in a very, uh, we had just been through a very intense situation, and you know, we all, we all kind of regroup, and and Jeremy here brings us together and gives a little prayer, and man. I I will not will not. Uh, Let's just say it was it was a great moment for everybody, and we all have become even closer because of it. The glass got real foggy uh, for the the next five minutes. Hey man, so. I had salt and dust in you my know, eyes. Yeah, uh, dust. My contacts were acting up. You know, I was cutting my eyes. <coughs> pollen maybe. I was driving the Ranger with my eyes wide open. You know. You know, <laughs> really quick before we talk about that other mountain line, I think we're gonna take a quick break here and uh, hear a word from one of my partners. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I said I wasn't going to do this. Yeah, really, we're just going to – I'm going to go grab another beer. All right, so we are back after a uh, slight refreshment break. But, yes, uh, as we were talking, that is not the first lion that was uh, seen this weekend. Mm-mm. The day just prior, we were, uh, we were out looking for uh, some antelopes. And uh, speed goats, lopadopes, fast food. <laughs> they've been lopadoping yeah, the hell out of us. Me. I'll tell you that. They, uh, how many stocks have you had this Too week? Two hands full. I think we were ten. We're at ten. Yes. Ten at, stocks inside of seventy. Inside of a hundred. Let's just say it, that. Let's say inside yeah. of a yeah. hundred. Eight of those. That's conservative. Yeah, definitely a conservative estimate. Ew, it's been rough. But anyway, I apologize. I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh no. Yeah. No. So we were. Uh, we we're looking for some uh, speed goats and coming up to a gate that uh, uh, we went to go open, and uh, there's a flash in the distance. A golden flash. Not too far away. About Maybe. A hun- about 100, 120 yards forward. Oh, uh, and it was moving fast, though. It was hauling ass. So a mountain lion cuts out in front of us. Um, I jumped out of my rig, grabbed the gate. Open Instinct. The gate. Well, actually, you know what? I take it back. We, uh, this was before we even got to the gate. You saw that flash. Very so we... close to the gate. Close enough old, for me to sprint yeah. to it as an old man. <laughs> old man. Easy, Tiger. Whippersnapper. So I sprint to the gate and open up the gate and yell rifle. And Jeremy's already grabbing the gun out of the back. 
uh, hands it to me at the gate, and we proceed on foot. And okay. I'm sitting there in the backseat going, dur, 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 dur. Yeah. What's you happening, you were going to roll away and die. Looks back and looks at me and says, hey, what do I do? <laughs> Get so just sit there. Just sit there. I was like, do I drive up to them or let them run? And do nothing about it. They're on foot. They're on, yeah, we, we hauled ass. Uh, you know, I'm, as we've already mentioned, you bastards, uh, I'm, I'm not so young. I'm not in great <laughs> shape. I'm a professional drinker. I like my cigars a lot. And uh, Jeremy, I mean, let's face it, look at that fine I can physique. lose a few. Yeah, Count that's, that's a hell of a physique. Working on it. I'm working on it. So we go hauling ass after this thing through the brush. Way, and, uh, well, we're closing the best we can. And we hear on the radio, go left, go left. Mason's in the back, sees a flash to the left. So we proceed left as fast as we can. Sprinting. I mean, but I thought not I was going to I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, your sprint's not fast. Yeah. So we still need that barefoot race. Mm. So anyway, uh, we lost that cat. Yeah, but those two cats that we experienced in those two days were 25 miles apart. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of cats in Arizona. I think the last uh, Game and Fish head count or guesstimate is the best they could. And they do a great job doing what they do. The biologists here in Arizona are fantastic. Uh, it was about 7,000 cats for Arizona. Uh, we're limited to quotas now this year. It was the first year that they've uh, put us to a, a hunt quota, much like and a bear. Non-year-long non yeah, hunt. Yeah, yeah they have an off-season. Used yep. to be all year long. For offspring and such things. Yeah, Which they want to make sure that everything yeah. is good to go. Uh, again, we were good to go. But the cat ran a lot faster than we did. Out of they shape, seem to be out of shape predators. old man and a fat head. You know, fat red head trying to chase down a mountain lion. That didn't work out so well. More of a red beard than a head, but I'm working on it. <laughs> hey, you, just, you know, do your thing. <laughs> I, I just have to say, there was zero hesitation watching these two dudes all butt out of a out of a four by four and go sprint through a bunch of trees after pretty much the North American apex predator. I'm not gonna lie, it's a little sketchy. <laughs> you know, you spend as much time with with a person as you ha- as I have with Josh and Mason, and you kind of develop a sixth sense, uh, if you will, um, kind of an unspoken bond, and we sort of read each other's minds at times. Um, it's pretty crazy. It was pretty nuts. Um, <laughs> I'm not one to say that I would ever sprint after a lion, but after this last week. I'm Apparently, getting, you I'm, are someone that was I'm getting that lion, bro. Uh, Turns out you need CrossFit. Hey. Uh, <laughs> you know, if anyone out there has some CrossFit hookups, let me know. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, that was fun, man. Yeah. That was really fun. And how, how much further had we gone? Um, maybe another mile. And how many deer have, how many deer have we, how many deer have we seen on this trip? Oh, it's been nonstop. I mean, yeah. back to back. I mean, Doe. we've seen we've Buck. seen a Doe. lot of. I mean, yeah, the same few antelope herds, but we've we've seen a lot of them. But I mean, it's just been consistent, nonstop deer in between those antelope, like uh, nonstop. We've always been seeing them the whole time. And they're always in the background of mm-hmm. our antelope glass, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. constantly. We're we're sitting there. We're like, oh, there's another deer. Oh, look, there's another fork. There's another. Oh, there's, there's another. There's know, a three by three. There's three by a three. three by four. There's a club. There's yep. a yeah. And we want to get Sam his his deer. So, you know, it's not just about Mason getting his antelope. But if we see the opportunity for for Sam to get a deer, we will take the time yeah. for to put in the, a true effort yeah. to get that. 
And, and you that, know, I mean, today was definitely, especially today, was definitely the definition dude, of that. And we need to get into that. Yeah. We, we probably should move forward into that. We've had some fun times. We've been through some pretty crazy stuff. Uh, God, man, we've just had a freaking There's blast. not been a single, we've talked about it, there's not been a single day that has not been packed just with stocks and and a lot of exciting action. I yeah. mean, hands down. And we've been we've been trying just about everything with these antelope for sure. We have. Um, there's been a rough one on me. But. Tricky little bastards. I mean, let's talk, let's talk about that for a second. You know, yeah, for sure. We can we can talk about my deer in a minute, but let's just say if you are a successful archery antelope hunter, you are a BAMF. Um, you are one cut from a different cloth. That's for sure. Like Ross. Yeah. <laughs> Good old Ross. <laughs> Good old Ross. <laughs> well, even Ross said archery uh, antelope hunting. Yeah, it's not a thing I no think because his shoulder was it's bad. Different but. discipline. Right. Yeah, it's a different, <laughs> it's discipline. A different discipline. I mean, you can only put a you know 800-year-old parchment through so much. Dude, that guy was crazy cool, though. I'm <laughs> made of papyrus. I mean, ah. <laughs> I wrote he could have he could have talked to us for six hours. That's for sure. He would have not kept going. heard half of it. Yep. Yep. Right, but yeah, so so, right. so talk to us, Mason. Tell what did you wait before we even started? What did you expect this to be like? I don't know. I just I expected to go into it after a lot of scouting, finding all these antelope that I've been looking at. Because you've been, I mean, both of you have been sending me pictures and yeah. and telling well, me about the legwork you know. has been done. Mm. There's a lot of legwork preseason scouting done, locating them, locating where they drink, locating where they've been rolling through, the whole line, feeding, everything, cycles. And uh, I expected to roll in there, typical fashion, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) just doing work. But it's not like that. There's a lot of different things that come into play with antelope. It's it's been absolutely incredible being able to watch someone you raised through some you know some through some swallows out there. So you know you watch your kid out there and he's just busting his balls, man, trying to get in on these things. Uh, we've tried a couple of different decoys. We've tried you know standard uh, hunt tactics. You know we've uh, radioed in. We've it's God, man. It's it's. Uh, you're a tough son of a bitch if you've got it done with a bow. You know, that's mm-hmm. all there is to it. Um, well, I mean, know, and trying to be in there, but it's... What, I was going to say, we've seen both where it's like you're doing everything perfect. like Right. And then just they just get a hair up their ass and they're like, gone. No, nah, we're we're done with this yep. spot, you know, or. And that's the thing with antelope. Yeah. We're using, you got to use the terrain, the wind, the they're everything. They're so shifty. To your advantage. Because they're an open country animal. The reality is the season we're in right now, wind is a major factor. You know, we've got, you know, a a predominantly southwest wind right now. Uh, The mornings, you don't know when they're going to shift. You're on some plains. They're not, uh, it's not like the mountains where you can really read uh, a thermal shift or a thermal climb that's going to come in and it's uh, it's pretty brutal, man. The wind has been a, a big time enemy, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, antelope can see some ridiculous amount of degrees around their head. I don't know what it is, like three hundred twenty. Don't, been don't quote me on that. Mason's got cactus in his chest, his belly, his balls. It's rough, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not pretty. 
I mean, they, they don't live in a very, uh, you know, convenient location. Right. You know, there's a reason for it. Archery is not convenient, so you got to close that distance and make it count. With, yep. with one arrow and make it a nice, clean, ethical shot, which I'm not going to go outside my comfort zone and shoot a 80-yard, 90-yard, 100-yard plus animal because that's not what I practice for. I practice 70 and under. The so, reality is I've seen him do it. I've, yep. and, you know, I've seen Mason go to the range and, and shoot 90 yards, shoot 100 yards, and clean. Very, very good. You know, out here in the West, we do a lot of long-range archery, and you practice for it. You know, but of course, Mason has a big heart, and he doesn't want to maim an animal. He definitely wants to harvest it cleanly. So, you know, if it's not there, it's not there, and we will continue the next day. Well, that's when, one thing I've... When you say he has a big heart, are you calling him fat? No, I'm just saying he's a loving person. He's big bone. He's a giver. Let's just say that. For sure. I, I will say that's something I've I've really noticed in my time with y'all is, uh, you know, we're on public land here. We're running into other hunters. We're oh, dealing yeah. with, uh, you know, ranchers who are, are have grazing rights on the lands and, and there's Absolutely. other considerations involved in that, you know, as far as gates and, and livestock. And there's a lot involved. And I really respect y'all's attitude with this, you know, uh, you're very respectful of the other ranchers and and all of that, and when other hunters are coming around, you know, we ran into that the other night after the after the we saw the lion kill when we we're on that stock. Yeah, that was absolutely. We were sitting there glassing, you know, we glassed up a couple of bucks, and all of a sudden we noticed there was a a ranger way up the way, and there was a couple of guys putting a stock on it, and the first thing first thing out of your guy's mouth wasn't like, ah, oh, shit, I hope they I hope they blow this stock. It was. Oh, should we should we phone scope this and yeah. so we can send it to them? Uh, how can how can we like how can we link yeah, up with them and, and get them on the, so we can help them out? Yeah, let's get down there how and uh, see what be? we can help them with. Yeah. yeah, you know. And I I really respected that a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I wanted to put a stock on those. Bucks, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not, good deer there. Man. I'm not lying. There was a real nice tall two point that Dandy. I was looking at. Um, and you know they 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 ended up taking off and we ended up putting a putting stock a, on them. Well, kind of. Trying, I, I'm not sure that technically counts as a stock, but yeah. it was planned. It was, out, it was about it 50, didn't, 50. Didn't We planned it well, work. and the deer just didn't cooperate. Yeah, but, that's uh, correct. You know, we we had a good time, and I I really respect y'all's attitude with that, and like it's something that's it's something that's missing uh, from a lot of people in in hunting these days. Absolutely, is just that respect for others, um, and it's it's nice to see now and again. Well, I'll tell you what, man, that's. Uh, disrespect goes very very short with me mm-hmm. i will it's you want to help help people you know i didn't say hey sam come out here and uh you know bring me some shit or you know we're gonna yeah. do this but Ooh, you're buying all the meals or you know that that's some crap man somebody needs help i see it i want to help that's just how we are though like the sheep hunt the, all the kids deers hunt Deer hunts. Yeah, youth on. hunts. Helping my daughter go fishing, you know. Just a little stuff. It's everything. Josh gets the joy out of out of seeing a little girl smile, and that's mm-hmm. that is something to contribute. That contrib- just sounds you know. awkward, bro. <laughs> not <laughs> not in a weird way. I'm I just know, saying, you know. Yeah. When we catch 200 pounds worth of fish in two hours and a little girl's arms are tired. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. You know, that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that happened. That was a good day. That was a really I good day. I got pictures. <laughs> I bet you do. So... 
the respect. You know, yep. you got to maintain it. You got to give it. You got to. You're know. hunters helping hunters. And if oh, there's none yeah. of that left, there's going to be no more hunting. Dude, exactly. the, the hunting community is dwindling. We all know it. I mean, it's getting worse and worse every Dying year. Grade. You know, what is there, 11 million last year? Is that, what's that, was that the number? I, I can't It was remember. something I, ridiculously so times, low. Yeah. I mean, and we continue to lose... We continue to lose people every year, you know, as the older generation get out of hunting, the younger generation just doesn't take it up. And that's one thing we need to start, as hunters start helping with, is bringing up the younger generation in, in hunting. Yeah. Put ourselves second, you know. We've been there. We've done yeah. that. And mm-hmm. right now, to us, you're the younger generation. You're older than Jeremy and, and Mate. Well, he's not older than you, is he? He's slightly older than me. I yep. am, yeah. I'm older than Mason. You're older than me by a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throw that shit out there. In fairness, I've, I've only got the second most gray in my hair and beard here. So. Yep. Well, actually, I got a stripe. I, All right. I think, All right. I, I think right. I've got more in the hair than you do, but uh, you've definitely got me on the beard. I have the goldenrod color going on in my beard. Uh, Definitely no grays so far. There's some kind of rod in your beard. Hey. Hey. Kaboom. All right. So edit. let's yeah. help each other. <laughs> edit. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Edit. Post. Yeah, get rid of that rod comment. You know, Like I said, uh, folks, we've had a few. You know, but it is definitely something to say when you go out of your way to help uh, a fellow hunters who you don't even know. Um, just just to, for the simple fact that they need the help, and they might want to see the video of them killing something. Well, Josh and I met, legitimately met for the first time a week and a half ago. Yeah. Like, we've been talking for a while. We never met. Yeah. I show up at your door. Truck full of shit. <laughs> oh, huge <laughs> truck full of crap. <laughs> the clamp hey, from rolling LA. in. Hey, look at me. Y'all come back now, you hear? I'm from California. Yeah, but I was from there, so I mean, hey, I I understood why you had all that pink stuff. So you know, I, I roll. <laughs> yeah, so we uh we unload all this stuff into the garage. Yeah. You know, we pack up and get ready to roll. But you know, I roll up and it's like meeting an old friend that you just haven't seen in in right. a few months. You know, and uh, you know, I meet you guys for the first time, just rolling out. I meet you for the first time. Shit, you're staying at my house and I haven't even met you yet. Yeah, <laughs> walk into your <laughs> in house in the same bed. So this is where I'm living. Weird. I don't know you. <laughs> I I walk up, give you a big hug, make some probably slightly homoerotic comment, hey, and then uh, like a mouth to mouth. Edit. Edit. Scratch that. Edit. Yeah, go ahead and edit that. Oh, guys, I'm good. I just What's really apologize for this podcast. Hey, hey, you know what we should talk about? Hunting. You had a f- yeah. A uh, monumental moment yeah. in your life today. Mm. And yet, no, let's start with yesterday. What happened? Yesterday's snake event. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's That a, was pretty monumental for Sam. There's Big been old. a lot of stuff that happened. So, you know, we're out. We decided uh, we're going we're gonna to go out and do some predator calling last night. We had done it uh, a couple nights before. Sam's hooked, by the way. He wants oh, to I'm, kill him a predator. And we're I almost had one last night. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we go out and... We were kind of we were fifty fifty on it. Was getting a little late, so we just said, you know, let's haul ass out there and you know get a one or two stands in. So we go out, you know, uh, we call in a fox and it just it didn't quite pan out. Uh, there was there's some brush in the way it didn't and present, you know. And in in all fairness, I'm brand new at this. I'm still figuring it out, so I I'm not as quick on the trigger as I could have been. So we go, you know, we go to the second stand. Nothing nothing comes in. We're on the drive back. 
all of a sudden Mason's slamming on the brakes on the Ranger. And then, uh, uh, you want to take this over? Yeah, it was just uh, slamming on the brakes. <laughs> yeah, just slamming that on was the brakes. the left pedal. Yeah. <laughs> Turn the corner and get all lefty. About probably 15 feet off the road or so, we saw a uh, very nice Western Diamondback crawling, half body hanging out of the bush, head exposed still. Grabbed a shotgun that we use for predator hunting and uh, decided to dispatch it. It was a nice, full-grown male. I mean, this was a reasonably high-traffic area. Like, yeah, yeah, dirt it, road, off-road, and well, that's, well out of town. That's yeah. the deciding factor. Is uh, there's a lot of archery hunters out there right now, and we know the area, and there's a lot of traffic. So, one less danger out in the field is better for everybody. And that was one of those snakes that there was not. That was a freaking toad. My dad and I will handle snakes with a snake stick and do our thing but uh that was one of the ones that i wouldn't i wouldn't touch with it yeah check out was, uh, sam's instagram through yeah. the photos of that snake that was a, it's a very good very large western diamondback it was definitely a shotgun snake but uh <laughs> got close enough to dispatch them via the head and make it take it clean off and, you know, something y'all may not know about me is, is you know, I posted on, on Instagram now, uh, I am not a fan of snakes. I, I used to play with them as a kid, and I was, I was fine with them, and then there's just one day, suddenly they were not okay with like me. Like horses. And, and <laughs> <laughs> you jerks. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, Josh, Josh, is, Josh is not a, a big fan of horses. Um, oh, I'm going to catch some slack on that. You and, watch. Yeah. Here it comes. But suffice to say, when I say I'm not a fan of snakes, terrified would be more the I've seen it in your eyes. I would, say, like, I would say terrified for sure. You know what, though? The way you guys handled that snake, though. Um, quick dispatch. Male. We try not to ever take, and which we're legally allowed to take four snakes a year here in Arizona. Rattlesnakes of certain species. you got to know them. You know, some are protected. Uh, but they taste real good, as we know tonight. Because oh, yeah. we barbecued that sucker up. After a nice day-long marinade. Mm-hmm. A little sriracha mm-hmm. barbecue. So, yeah, sriracha. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, mm-hmm. Uh, we, try to, we, we try not to take females because they have a place. You know, mm-hmm. they, we, need, we need to be able to have some offspring. And, uh, damn, man, they're tasty. They're beautiful. They're trophies. They're, they're fantastic yep. animals, you know? They sure do eat good. Oh, yeah. Well, so, you know, we dispatched snake. When got uh, buried the head, yep, and uh, Mason sitting there and he looks at me. Yeah, he knows. He knows my issues. Yep. Yeah. We've we've had this discussion a few times because you know you always got to be watching your feet when you're across out the here in Arizona. Thing. What two days before? Then, oh yeah, too? just two, two days, days before. before. Almost stepped so, on uh, one. Yeah, I was walking along after glass antelope and almost wound up. Yeah, you were came within two one feet, feet of one foot from being within yeah. six inches yeah. of it. One step. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Yeah, yeah. one step. I should These say. guys can't measure. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, and, but yeah, so, you know, we've had this discussion quite a few times. It's like, well, you know, you want to pick this sucker up? And I'm like... No head on the snake yeah, at that point. No head. And I'm like, yes, I want to I wanna deal with this issue I'm having. And uh, after... Well, so I, I I couldn't get myself to reach and grab it, and so Mason steps on basically the nub where the head used to be. Because these suckers, if you don't know much about snakes, these suckers will keep twitching for 
hours. Six. Their nerves six hours after continue the, to go. Yeah, there's a nerve reaction there. There's mm-hmm. a, they'll strike you with what's with what used to be a head. What was formal, the head formerly was. the head mount? So they will they'll get your blood pumping for sure. Oh yeah, and uh, and so he's like, all right, here's the deal. I'm gonna I'm gonna step on the nub here and and reach down and grab the snake and. I have a moment, so I'm, I'm about halfway down. It took about three tries before I could actually get about halfway there. About halfway down, I look at Mason. I'm like, you know, I don't think he's going to fuck with me right now, but what? I'm just going to cover my base. I look at him. I, I remember these guys right now, and these, I, they're I, definitely going to mess with me. I've spent about a week with these guys. I'm like, all right, this is one of those times I really need you to not mess with me. <laughs> he's like, I got you, I got you. So, you know, I picked it up, and you, it's – it's just the most bizarre feeling. You see something without a head on it, and you still feel those. Have it moving around the those muscle contractions. muscles move, move in and the muscle contractions and all that. And it's it's just insane. I mean, and this was not a small rattler. Like By this any was means, a, it was a pure, beautiful specimen of a Western Diamondback. We're like, dealing with about a three and a half, almost four foot snake yeah. with the girth of. Oh, probably a racquetball or tennis ball. You know, yeah. it's, it's a it was a very large snake. I say the word girth and everybody giggles. Really? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I'm a child. Hey, everybody else. Jeremy. Me. Wow. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sam laughed too. Yeah. So, but it's a it's a girthy snake. You know, that's it's a lot of muscle, and the 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 head size on that thing was. Yeah, uh, it was that was a monster. Friggin enormous. Man. It was huge. And I I pulled out the stick and uh, showed Sam that. Uh, the Jeremy. Jeremy is losing his <laughs> mind right now. When Mason whips out his stick and shows Jeremy the no. whips out the stick and shows Sam a snake. Yeah. No, I showed uh, I showed him the fangs and yeah. showed him that the, the head can still move when yeah. it it is disconnected. Yeah. Disconnected. And that's it why will we still bite. That's why we get rid of and properly dispose of the head because it can still hurt somebody. You can envenomate. Oh, those things are. That's insane. not a word. Is that a word? <laughs> it's about to envenomate? be. <laughs> it I'm is now. If it's not, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm gonna envenomate. Envenomate. Wow. Vodka envenomate. Uh, Dear nope. Webster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm deep into the double L sevens here. Uh, you can still get jacked up. How's that? Yeah, you don't want yeah. to step on one. Anyways. By any means. So Sam yeah, picked so up the snake. Picked up the snake. We got it. Uh, first use of my kill kit. <laughs> it's it's been real clean up until hey, this is point. Is that where that bag came from? Yeah, was your kill kit. That was my kill fancy, kit. Man. That's a nice bag, that's dude. Really nice what bag. kit is that? Speaking of, uh, that's the the black Ovis uh, Ovis sacks for elk. Really? That's the, the miscellaneous bag. Hey. That's where the back straps go. Hearts and livers need lung, mm. uh, need love, huh. too, you know? Hey, reflective. Yeah. You find that stuff in the middle of the night. Yeah, those are nice bags, yeah. man. I like them. they washable? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to oh, get yeah. off, no, I didn't mean get off the story. The but, off of that. Mm. but, yeah, we came back. We uh, skinned it, and uh, it was still moving. I could barely hold on to that bag. That thing was. Yeah, we taught Sam how to skin a snake for the first time. Yes. If you've seen the Instagram video, it's uh, it's still squirming in the sink there. So. It's pretty gnarly. Uh, Clean, gut, skin, and mount, right? Yep. We went yep. through all the process. Then tonight we and, cooked and it up. And the same time frame, while they were mounting, I was uh, marinating. marinating. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the background noise in that this video is there. We're trying to do an instructional video, and Mason's got a bottle barbecue of barbecue sauce. barbecue sauce three-quarter full, all right? So, is that what the fart noises was? I, yeah. thought, I thought you had some. 
Oh, Jeremy just got. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, so let me tell you a little story. Jeremy just got whacked in the oh. sack, and he's about to vomit. Sam just Good punched, job, Sam. Way to come Sam just punched it right in the nuts at the table. Uh, On a podcast. Here Jeremy. we go. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Uh, Jeremy done messed up today. Giblets. <laughs> Jeremy done messed up, and the three of us, uh, because of his uh, lack of uh, preparation and coverage. And judgment. And judgment. <laughs> now all three get to take a shot on his sack with no retribution. Willingly. Uh, with no retribution. Squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. We call that a squirrel. Uh, Mason laid him over <laughs> earlier. <laughs> And I think Sam does outside. <laughs> Dude, don't puke, bro. Seriously? I'm good. Don't puke on the body. Are you crying? <laughs> Are those tears? Yep. Oh. Ashley, get a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get back. Yeah. Hey, back to the snake. Yeah. So we cleaned the snake. We mounted it up, and uh, we're gonna Fucking we're gonna shit. at some point this week. <laughs> wow. Found an opening, and he. <laughs> yes, he did. I've been waiting for that for like an hour now. Dude, yeah. you walloped him. Um, <laughs> Look at him sweat. That, that was pure. His, his was lip pure. is sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed because I deserve it. <laughs> really messed up. Yeah, um, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna find a nice like uh, piece of an old windmill or something, and uh, yeah, yeah we'll get it mounted up. Get that sucker mounted it's up. That's currently a, drying in the shed, but uh, you're gonna you'll be out of here by the time it's done. So I'll, I'll go we'll ahead get and it ship it up, to you. Shift it up. There I'm we sure. go. Uh, let's move on. But yeah, moving to on to today. Today, man. What'd you and do today? This was Jeremy's face right now. God, still sweating. Jeremy's trying to talk, but dude, he sounds like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> your earlobe sweating? Yeah, Possibly. Probably not shot, bro. Jeez. Nose is running. This left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry, y'all. I gotta apologize. It's totally an inside <laughs> joke. Oh, inside man. your belly. <laughs> <laughs> Shriveled. <laughs> Can you say hiding? Yeah, so, you know, I talk a lot on the podcast about yes. measures of success. Right. You know, you look, and I've talked with some amazing people on this podcast, and the people that come on this podcast, I mean, I people like Jim Shockey, and, you know, who these pinnacle of, of hunting prowess. Are you prowess. we share the seat with Jim Shockey? What? Well, what? not even fucking close. <laughs> I don't know. Has Jim Shockey no. sat here? I've that. seen videos of that yeah. guy. He's amazing. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I mean, I talk with a lot of people that are, I mean, are kind of what, what you would consider as the pinnacle of hunting success, right. right? Absolutely. And so I talk a lot about, you know, you, you can't look at these people and expect to roll out and, and be them. harvest a, a, a complete boon or elk on your first elk hunt, you know, or... And just end up tearing what? your knees. What's that? <laughs> he did say boomer. <laughs> we don't. Say, never heard that anyway. You've never heard the term boomer? No, nope. booner. As far cry, as it's boomer and crockett. I get it. I, get it. I understood no, what it meant. Good. I just never he heard it before. Make a boner joke. That's all. Uh, so, but joke, measuring success. But yeah, so, so I talk a lot about measuring success, and and for me, my measure of success on this trip was going. <laughs> <laughs> God, help me. Dude, that was a lot it. better than I expected it Dude, would be. Dude, you walloped him. <laughs> In all fairness, y'all, it was a backhand. Uh, okay. So it, was a, it, was a, it had a good, it had a good flip to it. But, you know, we ta- Ladies, I, talk a lot, I talk a lot about measuring success and, and finding reasonable uh, 
reasonable stopping points for what you would consider a successful hunt. And for me, for coming out for this hunt, we've talked about it. I came out in January. I never in my life glassed up an animal. Right. I've put a you know I've put a stock on a few pigs, and and that's been about it as far as that my, was your Texas hunt. Yeah, that was my Texas hunt. Right on. And so my real measure of success for this trip, what was going to make me ultimately happy, <laughs> was was coming out, putting a stock on an animal that I legitimately thought I would be able to take a shot on. Fair enough. And you, you know, know, today we we had a couple. couple of you weird- have just to make you've never hunt you've hunted for but never engaged with a stock on a on a deer, right? I've mostly done a lot of hiking with my bow and bow hiking, sitting sitting <laughs> up on yep. scree slopes and Took your bow for a walk <laughs> and looking at cactuses and seeing hi- and seeing random hikers and people in their Subarus coming through and going, oh well, crap, apparently I'm not. If you glass up Subarus, bro, you're in the wrong spot. Freaking Kofa, man. Though. Is that a yup? The no, wild geez. Subaru. <laughs> See the wild Subaru. That's natural. Presenting, presenting for its mate. That's the WRX. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, I honestly, like, all I wanted out of this trip, and, you know, don't get me wrong, like, we all hope for the icing on the cake. Oh, you know, yeah, we all want to take home a freaking big old buck, whatever it is, but. Which almost happened if the lion didn't mess it up. <laughs> freaking mm. lions. Right. Um, but, you know, for me, the, the measure of success was going out and stocking up putting a reasonable stock on a buck and to a point where i i had a chance being at a within shot. your effective range yeah. whether or not you discharge an arrow or not yeah that's fantastic and so you know we're we'd been going up and down we uh we put on a, a couple of stocks today just as as we're i mean we're focused on the antelope but we but there the were whole deer. time we've been coming across some serious deer right and uh and so we we see a, a a good spot a a great button buck and and a that's spike. A, I mean, that's yeah. I would. I don't think we even well, saw the spike at first. We saw that button buck, and that's my. And that's a trophy for that me. That button had a huge body on him, and he, he had to be like a year and a quarter yeah, old. Definitely. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> no, but here's the reality. Here's what it is. Everybody's trophy and everybody's you know proteins are what they want. I mean that that deer would eat great. And that's thing, like I don't I don't need to qualify it, nothing. That is a trophy. Don't. You that is an absolute trophy for me. The fact and that you got was, a deer is where it's at. And, you know, uh, Mason and I went out. We, uh, we grabbed the decoy. We we spent, probably, I mean, what, a good 45 minutes putting a stock yeah. on I'll this. I'll tell you that you spent an hour and 17 minutes, actually, because I, when you left, I looked down at what time it was, and we stood there quietly. Well, well Jer- except for the song you guys wrote about me. <laughs> well, you do have some hips. <laughs> one, two, don't lie. Three. Three. <laughs> one, two, three. I'm a tree. Look at me. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. I shake my hips when I'm stalking. He does have a little. He sashays he, through the prairie. He definitely has a little with a hip swing him. that will get any girl's attention. There we go. I'm, I'm presenting for the ladies. You know, I've been watching too many antelope. Hey, that's the, right. the problem. The doe I've been following, so it's right. all good. <laughs> so you guys were gone for quite a bit. And, and the thing was about the stock, though. We we gotten on the button buck, and the reason we took so long after that button buck had had gone on with his mm-hmm. the does we found a spike got back on that one we we're just in the deer so we and they stayed were, in it they were they no, weren't they running were, from us but they were they were cautious and they were yeah. keeping ahead of us they, they didn't were, weren't really letting us more than about 90 it was 90. 94 yards between 90 and 94 yards every time 
So we get to the next juniper, mm-hmm. next bush, next little cactus, next whatever it was to get enough cover to show our decoy. But also, this is fairly open country, by the way. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, there's, there's not a lot of not a lot of ways to get around. We're not guys. we're not rolling through like Rocky Mountain right. thick timber. Yeah, you're no. not in the pines. No. You're right. not in Ponderosas by name. So we're just using our cover to maintain gaining ground on these deer and get to them with the wind in our advantage. Yeah, and, uh, you know, finally we get, you know, and I'd practice out to 60. That was my effective well, range. And we, we checked the night, you know, yep. a few nights ago at the range with broad, you know, broadhead tuning and verified that, you know, that is an effective range. You could probably shoot farther, but playing it safe, 60 is your, your max. And, you know, we got to a, we got to a point and we had a, we had a couple of shot options. And, you know, there was a real nice, uh, it was like a club spike. Yeah. And, uh, and he was in an opening in the trees, and I was I was looking at him, and I just I wasn't convinced I could make an ethical shot on him. Um, and, you know, Mason looked at me, he's like, "Well, you got a big old broadside shot on this button buck," and you know, he was kind of he's like, "Well, you got the big old spike here," you know. I mean, he was a yeah. good, great spike, or you got this button buck, and I was like, "Oh, I want that button buck." Yeah, it was. I mean, I there you was no. Have, you can either dude, choose between you, those guys eat real good, ethical or trophy. size. Yeah. Well, they're both a trophy in his eyes. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's a first deer. It's a trophy. No matter how you're going to justify the trophy, that's it's a trophy. But um, we had an ethical shot on the button buck, and that was the one to take. Yep. And I turned, I drew, and yeah, it it didn't work out. I, uh, you, you know, la- I, you I, launched I, an arrow. You had a comfortable shot. You verified. Uh, we got a little bit of video of that, and. We could we can listen to the Mason says hey you know bracket make sure that your arrow flight is going to be clear and you know, understood that and that was a different deer What's yeah that was yeah. The, that was the spike that's the why spike. I chose not oh the spike we had a gotcha. gap in a, in a bush for vitals but there was a bush twenty and he was at sixty so I just made sure that he had right a okay, good gotcha gotcha his twenty yeah. yard pin was clear and all that good stuff to make it through the gap but. Oh, well, then just, we had that I'm that button at uh, we had that button at, at sixty and yeah that's that's my max range so that's definitely not I mean an easy shot for max me in the slightest range. max right. effective range yeah right. absolutely right. yeah and it you know it's not an easy shot but it's something I knew I could make ethically and I uh, you know it didn't work out I I took a calm collected shot and. Sometimes, you know, Just a little outside. Just a little outside. Swing Actually, miss. just a little under. And I yeah. have all three pieces of my arrow now. <laughs> Arizona, yeah, Arizona rocks, rocks don't mess around. They are very unforgiving. Never had a pass-through on one. But, you know, uh, you know. What, the Arizona rock? Yeah. yeah never had a pass-through on an Arizona rock. But the tags are really easy to get at here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. Uh, Make puzzles out of them rocks. But, you know, that's that's the amazing thing about this now is – like we discussed, you you choose your measure of success. Mm-hmm. I've achieved that already. So now, I mean, everything Every- else is icing on the cake. And you know what, dude? That's a freaking fantastic oh, way such of... Such a great place to be. You know, it's, I mean, it's a fantastic wrong. way of thinking about things and putting it into play. You know, if you go out every single time and you say, hey, I want to accomplish this fraction of my ultimate goal. And you accomplish that fraction, mm-hmm. and you take that piece, and you go, and you go, and you go, and you build, and you build, and you build. Then you get your deer, then you get your elk, then you get your, you know, the next, the next, the next. My wife recently started hunting. 
I've hunted all our marriage. I've been married 25 years. I've always hunted. And she finally decided, I would like to do that. And I said, how would you like to go about it? And she goes, by size. What? I don't get it. She wanted a fox first, and then a pig, and then a deer, and then an elk. And that, that's, she, wants, she wants to work her way up in size. Hey, I don't care how you rationalize it. I don't care how you put those goals together. And it took her, Mason, how long did it take? Four years to get her first fox? Yeah. That was a great one, too. And she got her first fox. And, the, and within well, four months later, she got her first pig. She got her javelina. You know, we call them pigs. I know they're rodents or whatever right. the hell they are. They make great uh, peccary, collared peccary. Uh, they make fantastic you jerky. Hey, now. Hey, there's the camera in the Remember bathroom that? again. <laughs> so they, uh, she, she got her pig last year, and it was a whopper, dude. I mean, oh, yeah. Guts, she was with that thing. You know, guts out, 62, 62 pounds. It was, be, it was a very large pig. Um, and this year? She drew her first rifle tag, mm-hmm. and for her, mule deer. For mule deer, uh, and next year she's already talking about. I don't want a cow. I want a bull, elk. You know, uh, you know. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, oh, thanks wow. for filling in, yeah. um, Jeremy. Chiming into the background. Yeah, not, any, not to be confused with livestock. No, right. we're not normal. killing cattle here. But nonetheless, that's her measure of success yep. is based on size, and she wants to put that meat in the freezer. Oh, yeah. You know, and that I love that. I'm absolutely freaking in love with that. Plus, she can butcher like nobody's business. <laughs> Heck, yeah. She, she'll, she'll yeah. clean it. I mean, we, we did that big island in our kitchen. a big stainless steel restaurant prep table is our island. And it's for game meat, you know? I mean, it makes it really oh, easy. to. It here's, hoping, here's hoping you all be seeing that uh, that table on a <laughs> yeah, dude, video. Amen, hey, we got two more weeks. No, we got another week to go to get an animal. Jeremy's got to deal with deer. us for another week. You're welcome. And Ashley has to put up with a bunch of boys here. Poor Ashley. But the reality is, you're judging your goals, your winnings, and everything. Nobody else is going to replace that. That's not for anybody else to give you. That's for you. And I love that you're doing that, you know? And that's the thing. It's like, I've had a successful hunt already. I am not walking away disappointed whatsoever. And... Everything else, like I said, is icing on the cake. I mean, don't get me wrong. Who the hell likes eating a cake without icing? Right. But, you know. That's the best part of the cake. Especially blood icing. I mean, look at me. That's really disturbing, but I like it. Mm. Um, (laughs) You got that blood That's pretty Viking of you. Uh, Thanks, man. But, you know, it's. It's the beard. Talked talked about this so many times. You know, you you measure. Wow. That was was a Take two. You measure your success. Appropriately, so you can have, you know, you you always want to shoot for as much as you possibly can, but be happy with what you can get too. You know, for find sure. you know, enjoy enjoy the ride and all that. Right. Did you just you say know, scooter? I did. You said it beautifully the other day when we were on that lion. We're sitting behind the bush watching Josh and Mason go at it. Uh, with wow. the lion. No, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going for a Let lion. me reiterate. You guys were about ready to take a shot at the lion. <laughs> right. Yeah, there we go. Not at each other. Way better. Uh, Way better. You said it beautifully. Uh, I would much rather have his stock blown because of this reason rather than I just bump the deer and it runs away. Yep. Uh, this is an epic opportunity. 
and a once in a lifetime moment that we all shared together. And honestly, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Uh, I w- I'm very happy to be there I'd and be a part f- of it. I'd trade that fucking moment well, for a you know, lion you right now. Some <laughs> shortcomings. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Sam, you said it beautifully, and, and I do- totally agree with you, and I'm right there with you. That um, it, kill or not, I mean, that was that was a moment was. for all of us to mm-hmm. share yeah. and share with our kids. You know, if you have them, or if you don't. Uh, God, I hope you guys don't breed. You know, uh, <laughs> too late. Uh, Seriously, safe. though. Safe. I met with each other. <laughs> yeah, though. The, but, the children uh, would be so beautiful. It was an epic moment, and it you was, said it beautifully when you yeah. said that. And I re- to- totally appreciated you for it and looked up to you for it because that was a very well I am well shared. You, so. And I appreciate Barely. your po- <laughs> your poetry, man. That's, that's it's, real nice. it's respectable when yeah. somebody does that, something like that. Though. Right. and It is. Yeah, it was cool. God, that was a beautiful 3x3, three three, though. Mm. That was literally like the dictionary definition of a of a velvet mule deer. Oh, dude. As Ranella would say, that was a dandy buck. That was a uh, dandy buck. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, we're winding down. Josh knows how I always like to end this, uh, so I'll start with him. Uh, oh boy! You know, this is this is directed at folks that either have just don't have the background in hunting, or from a place that just is not accessible to hunting and right. you know say somebody came up to you and said you know man i i want to get into this like i i listen to all this to sound I, i'm super excited about it but i'm just i'm either intimidated or i don't have the resources what advice what words of wisdom would you give give to someone that wants to get into hunting for the first time you know what dude i'd tell them simply get a mentor find somebody that's willing to share their knowledge not necessarily all their spots, <laughs> yeah. but get a mentor. You know, find someone who's willing to share some of their some of their time and a lot of their knowledge. You can sit down with people and never hunt with them. And as long as they're willing to share some of their information and their knowledge, stories, these podcasts, you know, yours... And, and dozens of others have been fantastic resources that have come out lately. And you can, you can soak them up on a drive to work. You can sit, I almost spilled my drink, sorry about that. You can, you can, sit, in the, you can sit in traffic and listen to them. Not out here, we're having cattle on our dirt roads, traffic. <laughs> but you, know, you, can, you can sit around, listen to these podcasts and catch and suck up a lot of information. Don't take it all for fact. I mean, just listen to this horse shit we spewed tonight. <laughs> you know, it's uh, some know, good old boys. Look, look it hunting. up, research it, homework it. Get with somebody who's gonna sit down with you and chill. You know, just have fun. Someone who's willing to share their time in the field, express their honest to god feelings. If they're full of shit, they're not gonna help you at all. But a mentor is key. Also, invest in some quality equipment right off of the bat that freaking bug spray shit you brought man <laughs> dude <laughs> that was gonna, what's up i'm gonna yeah. tell you right now i've used a lot of bug spray but that was quality equipment yeah yeah that's that's a new investment for me right yeah i'm but sold what was that again sawyer products yes tell sawyer you thank you so right. much amen uh buy good boots buy good glass the best glass that you can afford. Yep. I didn't always have, you know, top of the line glass. 
But I always bought the best I could because that's going to help you. You know, whether you're rifle hunting, whether you're archery hunting, whether you're out trapping, you need to be able to see things. Uh, mm-hmm. That's it. You know, good, good equipment, best you can afford. Doesn't have to be the highest dollar. And a mentor. And I think that'll take you a long, long ways. And God forbid, man, don't sit on your butt. Go do it. Yep. By yourself with a friend. You know, even if you get out and drive the dirt roads, just go experience it and see it. That's Go find yourself a rattlesnake. Yeah. Just don't, don't mess F with it unless don't somebody knows what they're the doing. Rattles- Be smart about it. Just let them go if you're not efficient. Yeah. Uh, but get out and do it. That, that's my advice. To touch a little bit on what Josh said, you know, as far as a mentor goes, you know, you can be driving through the, the, the hills and run across an old timer. Ross. And, Ross. You know, you're Ross, Ross, whoever you are, man, you are respected by us. And, uh, you know, you can get a lot of information just by talking to somebody, you know. Ask them how their day is. Offer them some water. You know, we're in the desert, you know. Water is life. <laughs> and you'd be surprised at what people share with you when you show some kindness to people. And uh, that is definitely... That's what I take away from it all. You know, Josh is my mentor. Mace is my mentor. Sam, you're my mentor on certain things. And, you know, just talk to people. Don't be so secluded from everybody. You know, get out of your house and enjoy the world. Don't listen to the hype. Right. Like, your trophy is your trophy. That's No matter what somebody says. Social media can, can sometimes blind you by things. But if you're out there doing your thing by yourself at times you know you are the master of your domain and get it man like you ordered that pinion today you mastered (laughs) you know you mastered that nap i had a solid hour and a half nap of glassing quote unquote and i I enjoyed that i made a pretty fantastic glassing sandwich today too you guys are all jerks (laughs) (laughs) i'm busting my butt hiking my ass off mace is hiking his ass off hiding from some antelope mace has got me in the full sun because <laughs> Jeremy's sleeping, Sam's eating a damn sandwich. The only people working are me and Ashley. Ashley, you're a champ. In fairness, I sat there for a while and the antelope weren't doing crap. Every time I look up, I'm like, oh, look, those two switch positions. Oh, look. They're looking in the exact same direction. Oh, look, they switch back. Look, that direction was based in 120 yards then you away. would have never known when they went. Uh, you know, and, and to be honest, uh, I'm learning. Sam is learning. Mason's still learning. Yeah. Josh is still learning. You never learn enough. Yep. And you learn by boots on the ground. That's it. These antelope have taught us a lot. This yeah. Trip. yeah. That's for been sure. A, it's been a good trip. This is kind of important to me as, as your dad and, and the old man. If you had to tell a newbie and instruct them on how to hunt and, and what to do and what you thought was the best process, what would it be, man? As far as what goes, like somebody's How do getting you get into hunting. Get them into it. Someone who's never done it. I'm so like, I'm walking up to you, brand you got new, a and I vegetarian. Say, Ask me. <laughs> you know, some vegan. Someone from California. Damn liberal. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. We won't go there. No, dude, Wrapping we won't. This up. Because this, <laughs> no, there's a lie. <laughs> there's a lot of good liberals out there. No, uh, I just haven't met them. Ask, ask a hunter, but. Be particular about who you ask. Maybe feel them out for a minute. Make sure that they're the right person for you. And uh, take them up on their advice. Um, hard, hard question, eh? It is. It's a very hard question. Because I just, it's what I do. So I don't. So you 
just grab people and say, I'll help you. Yeah. yeah that's pretty much what happens. That's uh, what I do. I'm going to witness to that. There's not enough of that out there. There really isn't, guys. And I appreciate the time, Sam, and, and hanging out at the table tonight. I apologize for any of the curse words <laughs> or anybody that I offended. Mrs. Aries, I, mom, Sam's mom, I, I apologize. I know you <laughs> listen to the podcast. Sorry. And um, we're taking care of your boy. I promise he's being fed real well. You we do love your kid. And, mom, uh, I apologize solid. for not calling in the past week. Solid oh, he hadn't had wow. much reception. There's no I'll, apologize for that. Yeah, There's no Wi-Fi yeah, in my house. I'm, I'm about to get into trouble. He'll call, uh, he'll call you tonight, Mom. Well, guys, uh, if people wanted to follow you online, uh, Proud American Hunter, Mike Honcho here. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. If 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 folks wanted to find Hunt 3A and uh, see all the nonsense that's going on. Uh, At where Hunt they gonna... underscore 3A. Yep. On Instagram. Is there, any, is there a Facebook page? There's no Facebook. There's no Facebook. No Facebook. We Where's all the have our we're not, Look, dude, we're not, oh, yeah. you know, we're not professionals. We're not guides. We're not, we're not guides. We're yeah. just a lot a, more professional than me. We don't claim to know everything. Yeah, we're, we're just, just a bunch there. of goofy guys having fun making yep. sure these little California weirdos get deer. You know, tell me you didn't <laughs> laugh every single time we were out there, man. Oh, man. It, it's been a... Uh, to a problem, to a certain extent. Yeah, we kind of get irritating to people, Josh, mainly. Oh, by the way, Sam and Jeremy both sing... And you get stuck in a ranger with them, fucks. Oh. And, and decorate the ranger with flowers. You know, sunflowers are the way to go. I like absolutely. Natural from the side of the road as you're yes. driving. Watching, watching how butthurt Josh gets when his ranger gets flowered up is the greatest Dude, thing this in the is world. It is the death limo. This is a killing machine. It is not allowed to just thing. have sunflowers decorated on it. All right, y'all. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Thank you guys for sitting down, hopping on the podcast tonight. Thank you. Appreciate you, man. That All was right. a good time. Sam, thanks much, very much for coming out. All right, y'all. That'll do it for episode 80 of Living Country in the City. Make sure y'all head on over to the show notes page at livingcountryinthecity.com slash 80. Check out links to everything we talked about in today's episode. Also, if you are interested in helping to support Living Country in the City, head on over to our support page at livingcountryinthecity.com slash support. There's lots of awesome ways you can join the team, get some awesome rewards along the way. But in the meantime, keep it country, y'all. Just doing work, you know. There, ooh, hey. <laughs> Hey, sorry about that. I'm not sure if y'all can hear that on I the hope it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. Somebody may have tooted Mason. Um, yeah, that was definitely not me. Old what? man. <laughs> well, I got, no, I'm, gonna, just I'm just going to apologize for this right now. It's been a week since I recorded, since I released a podcast. So, you know, I've got to be a little thirsty yeah, for something. Enjoy right. this, mm. right? Have some fun. <laughs>